Welcome to the Pretty Red NT Show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, aka Pretty Red NT. And if nobody told you they loved you today, just know that Goddess Nikita, she loves you just today. And I'm sending so much love and light out to the atmosphere, the the sun, the moon. The sky and the stars above. Okay. How you beautiful people doing over this eclipse season? I'm just going to do a a brief episode of the energies. I know we just went through a major eclipse. Like, whoo, a lunar eclipse. So we had the solar eclipse. Then we end with the lunar eclipse. Which to me, the lunar eclipse sounds more like um, solar eclipse, like emotions, because it's lunar. So you have to deal with your emotions when it comes to that. So let me get some things out for you that is going to be impacting. So what is we got going on in the retrogrades? Okay. So... November the 4th, we got Saturn in Pisces coming out of retrograde, okay? Um, So y'all got to be very careful for the karma that you put out, the things you've been doing you think you've been getting away with. Baby, you better be prepared because this time it's going through a transformation. This water is not playing around. God is not playing around. That's how I feel about it. Pisces is a spiritual sign, and this is what's going on with that. All right, guys, and then in another month, we have Neptune in Pisces coming out of retrograde December the 6th, so some of the things you've been dreaming about and some of the things you want to bring in manifestation, it is going to come out, and you will see the results of that, okay? Then you have Chronic and Aries coming out, um... Of retrograde December the 26th, you know, kind of potent. Um, so the wounded healer, how you heal when you wound, how you wounded. And Aries is very aggressive when it comes to the healing. Um, Jupiter and Taurus right now is coming out of retrograde December the 20th. I mean, December the 30th. Um, so if you know, if you've been going through this time, You've been going through some things where you have some things tied up. Maybe you got some things in the working. It's going to come out into play and different things like that. So be prepared, guys, to experience things at a higher oxtail once they come out of retrograde. So the things that had it held up and bound will be removed. Um, Uranus and Taurus comes out of retrograde January the 27th. So whew, that's a lot. Now, guys, remember, Mercury retrograde is going to start in Capricorn. December the 13th, it is in the Earth sign. December the 13th. So remember, two weeks before December the 13th, you can feel this. Okay, guys, this is where you're going to have to go. You notice communication starts getting crazy at this time. I'm like, gosh, classes is going to be ending it's like people papers are going to be like looking weird the wording like what but this is the thing um 
about Mercury retrograde teaching you. How I feel about this and being in Capricorn is really teaching you how to communicate about your business. Capricorn is a business sign completely. They're about money. How to communicate about your money. This is this sign right here. So that's how I view what's going to go happen there. Um, as far as moon phases go, we have a new moon coming in Scorpio, November the 13th, is acting passionate. So guys, when November kicks in, you're going to be feeling that. Then we have a full moon in Gemini changing ideas and on november the 27th a new moon in sagittarius december the 12th and that's about new beliefs okay so you're gonna see a little bit about this full moon in cancer december the 26th jesus feeling at home i feel that i can feel this full moon already and that's powerful that it, I can feel everything, but I can definitely feel this one. I've been feeling this for like, maybe like six months now. Um, we have a moon in Taurus, October 28th. Um, moon in Gemini, October 30th. I think November the 4th, moon in Leo's creative release. So... If you need to release something, best time to redo it is around November the 4th. Um, moon in Virgo, practical release. So releasing some of the practical things, um, how we think and stuff like that. And November the 9th, we have a social surrender, moon in Libra. So that is... <sighs> What I feel like all of y'all need to know about when it comes to the planets. Um, let me just do this real quick. So we have Venus in Virgo all the way to November the 5th. And that's just, you know analyzing the way you like love how do you want love like you're really going through a period now um if you have any high virgo placements or earth placements because venus is an earth sign it's ruled by taurus so it's really about love and different stuff like that how do you and this when i see venus in virgo this is what it means to me how do you like to be loved what are you looking for exactly in love are you willing to deny what you don't want in love? Like, are you willing to sit around people and still be with people even though you know you're not really looking for this type of love? That's the thing. Like, what are, are you telling the universe exactly what you don't want? Because if you keep accepting what you don't want, the universe is going to continue to send you that because the universe can't go off words. It goes off energy. So you're like, hey, you know what? I don't like this. So I can't accept this anymore. So let it go. Um, Mercury and Scorpio. So that's it for two weeks from October 22nd to November the 10th. I feel like that's more about having those deep conversations, those hidden conversations. So you've been communicating lately with people. Um, it's been real deep. Conversation's been deep. And that lasts us for two more weeks. Um, 
Well, it lasts for two weeks. That's what I want to say. November the 10th. It might be two weeks from now. I don't have a calendar. All right. Um, Sun in Scorpio is from October the 23rd to November the 22nd. Y'all know what that is. It's a deep emotional time about self and different stuff like that. That's how I view that. But y'all also have to remember, Mars is also in Scorpio. So if you... How I view Mars and Scorpio, because Mars and Scorpio, that's actually in its sign, okay? Um, Scorpio people share Mars with Aries people, period. Like, this is not an opinion. This is a fact, astrology-wise. So how I view that is Mars is in a sign where it's mutable, um, they share this sign with Aries, so they're kind of at home. So how they get, so be careful if you're making a Scorpio person upset, if you're making a Scorpio person dive deep inside of their self, like um, how they get mad is how Scorpio people get mad. They will sting you, okay? Um, but being aggressive, it kind of, if you look at it in a positive though, it kind of will dig up those hidden aggression that you might have in places that you didn't know is how I'm picking that up. Um, we have Jupiter in Taurus, which will last seven months, um, May 16th, 23 to May 25th, 24. It will move out of the sign of Jupiter. Now, guys, y'all know I love this one right here, baby. Yay, yay. <laughs> All right, the true note is in Aries. Okay, guys, that lasts for a whole nother year, 2023 to 2025, okay? Um which means the South Node is in Libra. This is faded and destined moments in your life. This was written. It can't be unwritten, okay? This is that moment where you're like, hey, it's true. Yes, it's true. Okay, we got Saturn and Pisces going to last all the way to, to May 24, 25. What's kind of cracked me up is that this says one year, um, but it doesn't end in 2024. It ends in 2025. And then it got this one ended in 2025, but we're not going to go there because probably we've been, we've been walking, okay? So we got Uranus and Taurus, May 6th of 2019 and April the 26th of 2026 year. I mean, 2026 for two years. I guess we got two years left for that one. Um, that's going to be in Taurus. Chronic is going to be in Aries all the way into December 28, 27. So it's like the wounded healer's just taking its cardinal sign in and loving it right now. So next, what these planets will be doing is Venus will be moving into Libra. So this is kind of like, <laughs> this is a kind of good moment in, in life right here. Um, then we got Mercury in Sagittarius, and that'll be moving in two weeks, November the 10th through November the 30th. Then we have the Sun in Sagittarius from November 22nd to December the 21st. Then we, Mars will move into Sagittarius, which will last until January the 4th. We have Mercury in Capricorn, which will move from December the 1st through January 26th. Um, 
Venus is going to move into Scorpio December the 4th, and that's going to last for a month. So, guys, love is about to get real and very intense. So, I think, like, what the universe, what God, your angels, your ancestors have going on mathing right now. And now that I'm thinking about it, as I read it, I'm like, gosh, like, Jesus. So, Venus been in... Virgo so it's like analyzing these people these lovers that you deal with like why do you like this person you're analyzing getting rid of the things that you don't want and you don't like in a person to now receive the things that you do like on a deeper higher level oxtail okay this is what Venus and Scorpio is all about and I feel like even if that's the case, if you don't and you're still single and you're still doing it, it's like you're really going to love yourself on a deeper level. Like you're going to experience love in an amazing way to the point where it's like, uh, like that's how I view that. Like Scorpio people are very intense with their love. I don't know. Um, I have a thing for them Scorpios. <laughs> I'm just playing, but I like Scorpio people. Um, some people don't like them, but I do kind of like them because they do give pure, genuine love. They're bliss of love. Then we have Sun and Capricorn, which then to me says that, you know, it's going to be earthy. Then we got Venus is going to move into Sagittarius. So, and that's going to last from December the 29th to January the 21st. So that's kind of like after you do this intense love, it's going to be sealed love. Like can't nobody break this up type love. Because Sagittarius is our warriors and they're very compassionate lovers too. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be moving. And then we got the Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius. So guys, get ready. It's about to be an experience is what I'm going to say. Of the planets, how they be moving, and you know, um, so move with a course. I don't want to tell y'all about that. Y'all can go look that up yourself. But I, I, I guess I got y'all together. I, one of my friends asked me to do this. They kind of miss me giving them an update to what to look out for, the dates and stuff. Um. Y'all know I love y'all. Make sure if y'all don't have this app that you go find the pattern. Download this app. This is one of the most apps. Well, one of the most apps that I think is very valuable to human life. Um, this is this app right here gives you everything you need to know astrology and keeps you very. It keeps you very updated onto the energies and how they affect you personally. Not saying it's 100% accurate because there's nothing 100% well, you know. I really, like, if there's an app when black people say, man, you the police, that means that you are, like, on it. This is astrology app like the police, okay? And it's not saying the police is behind this. What I'm saying is, is that astrology-wise, this app is on point. It's on ding, and it really gets down to the nitty-gritty. Um, when it comes to astrology wise and it's really amazing app like because it really helped me understand what was really going on with me and I'm like I'm trying to figure it out 
And I just, I couldn't get it in. I downloaded this app. Somebody put me on it and it really has helped me. So I'm not going to give something out that I haven't tried for myself personally to say, hey, this app didn't help me. Like, yeah, there's a lot of apps that I have on my phone that I'm like, eh, it's black. It's very whack. No, this app is very current. It moves and it is a, it does exactly what it's supposed to do, guys. And so I really like it. So y'all should download it, um, dive in. Also, um, I've been hearing a lot about this book called um, Shadow Work Journal on TikTok. I even heard somebody in class even brought this up. Um I haven't really took a look at it myself, but any shadow work book is really good for you. I have a shadow work book that I have on my phone that I feel like is immaculate. Um, let me see, because I don't want to do this episode too long. It's kind of like a brief episode for my people who really um, like my energy updates to tell them what the planet is going on and of planets and stuff like that. Let me see. Um... But guys, like, make sure y'all stay in tune. Y'all do the healing so that way y'all don't keep hurting people and they don't hurt you. You feel me? Um, just love because you can love. So, guys. Yay, yay. Um, y'all know I'm funny. All right. So, this journal is by, called the Shadow Work Journal. It's by Luna Soul. Um, they the same people who wrote the inner child journal. So this, this one does a, a good job at like playing it small. It says, in what areas of your life are you holding back and playing it small? Think about the times you consistently feel weak or small. Write your answers below. Try to put a face and a name to the part of you that feels disempowered. Was a, what does it look like or sound like? How old is it? And where did it come from? What name would it choose to call itself? Record your response below um, by personifying this afraid and suppressing part of you. You will be more capable of understanding an important part of your shadow self. Now, is this a deep question? It kind of is. My gosh. And I'm not disputing the shadow work a journal on TikTok. Like, if y'all want to go get it, go get it. Because any book that deals with your shadow side is amazing like i haven't really looked at the book to say like hey these are good questions to ask but this is the book that i personally have used for myself and have done this book um the sabotager they got the negative pattern and positive patterns and they got emotional suppression yeah that's a good one it says emotional suppression and repression often point to areas of self uh, point to errors of shame buried within you reflect on the following questions and record your answers below what emotions do you really express around others when did you first start hiding these emotions because that's a good one like what emotions do you really express around others like so prime example how to answer this question if you go around a person and they do something like do you express like hey i don't like, this emotion came up when you did that. Like, do you not really as express yourself like your emotion when it comes to your heart? 
how a person treats you or is it something that they say? Like, what emotions don't you want to talk about? And it says, when did you first start hiding these emotions? Like, when do you think that you first start hiding this? Like, you start hiding how you really feel. Like, when you can't be emotionally available for a person. When did you start that? Because this shadow workbook, yeah. <laughs> and then... They got a self-love letter. I love it. Um, then it says hot buttons. What are your hot buttons or triggers that cause you to get angry or defensive in the presence of others? Like, that's a great one. Because it's like, hey, because this right here teaches you about your triggers, teach you a part about you, like, that you need to, like, let go and you need to open up with. What part of you is that you, what part of you that you need to work on? I'm trying to think of the right word to say, that you need to work on. Like, because your triggers, is not necessarily a bad thing. It's really a good thing because it's teaching you what are your boundaries and what are what's not your boundaries. So this is a thing. Okay, family members. What qualities in your family members do you, do you most dislike or have trouble dealing with? What might, what might these qualities in your loved ones secretly reveal about you? <laughs> y'all gotta try this out. I'm telling y'all, if there's any shadow work book that I have tried and I have worked on and what's helped me become this beautiful blossom flower that I am to now, this is that. And if you know me, um, you want this shadow work book, hit me up. Y'all know personally, I will send it to y'all if y'all got my phone number. Or if you email me, hit me up on Snap, say you want to, you know, I'll send it to y'all. Um, Instagram, TikTok, all of that. Um, Self-criticism. It says, when, you are, when are you the most critical of yourself? Explore what your self-talk sounds like below. Ooh. And they have like a little detailed picture here. And they talk about self-love and gratitude. And so this is a good one. 12 is the victim. I'm going to talk about that. It says, explore how you play out the following role in your life. The victim, other names, slave. Um, and it says, if you have been genuinely victimized in your life, it's important that you own the title of a victim. But when you create an identity surrounding your victimhood, then you suffer tremendously. The biggest problem that the inner victim brings to our life is self-pity and disown personal power. When we don't take responsibility for our prosperity, bliss, or contentment, our lives seems like a never-ending stream of misery. It can feel as though life is against us. How does the victim show up in you? Record your reflection below. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And then they got a picture that says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, but try this out, guys. I'm telling you, this is a great shadow work book. I know a lot of people, because this is kind of more of an energy update and a collective update, like, or just in general. If you need help, 
dealing with some self issues and you want to know how I get to where I get some questions that I ask deeply. These are questions that I have did this shadow work book there, but there's questions that I ask myself that they don't even put in books that I feel like gets right down to the root of it. But these questions here get down to the root of healing yourself to your shadow side. I don't turn my shadow body late. So there's a difference between me and most people. She's like, she's cool. She's chilling. So the thing is, is that I have really went in and did the work so I can teach how to do the work. I just, I want to make sure that y'all get like the, the start of it. And so doing shadow work, journals, books, all of that targets you. Find the right one that matches you. Maybe this one might be too deep for you. Start out light. Go find a different shadow work journal and start with that one if you feel like it's not as deep as this one. This one goes really core. It goes really in. It doesn't play any games and it does it in a particular way that most people need to experience it. Me, if you do ask me to help you do shadow work, I get down to the nitty gritty. I don't be playing no games. When it comes to my healing, that's one thing I don't do. I don't play games when it comes to healing. So if you like to play games, you like to just dive just a little bit deep, baby, I go core. I'm here. Right where the start of it is. Okay, baby, this happened when you was five years old. Boom. You know what? I, yeah, okay. See, don't come over here playing. Sometimes you get people, they 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 into this stuff and they try to catch this wave until you meet somebody that's a real spiritual worker and they really be on it. And they're just looking at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Is the question. So I must tell y'all, like, I'm here for y'all. Um, if there's any books that you might need, hey, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to fix this. I'm trying to heal this part of my life. I probably have a book for you or I could talk through you with that. But most likely I do have a book for a lot of the stuff. Um and sometimes I can just help you out just by talking to you, but to actually like sit down and really do the work to take your time out and do it every day. Like, yeah, this is what this is. And I have a book for it, a cheat code, whatever I call it, it is a cheat code, but I do have a code for it. Um, so if there's anything else, guys, that y'all need for me, let me know. I'm willing to help y'all. But that's your energy update, guys. Um, I am going to come up with another episode, but I want y'all to know that I love y'all so very much. Y'all are beautiful people. Don't ever let anyone tell you anything less. Um, just know that the more that you give love, the more that you are accepting you. And guys, be grateful for everything. Be grateful for the moments that you feel like, hey, this didn't work out for me. Be grateful for that. Just wake up in the morning and be thankful that you opened your eyes. I remember I went around the store telling people that I was like, I wish you have the best day ever. Like, I love you. Have the best day ever. And my friend's walking with me, um, Jennifer, and she's like, I just love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just making jokes and stuff like, but we all be, it's like a, a pattern of like really love and experiencing love. So take your time out guys to really just give love out because you can. People know that I do. 
Like, I would tell people I love them just because, like, I would want somebody to be like, you know what? I just love you. And not, like, really mean, like, they're deeply, madly in love with me. They're meaning, like, I am, I recognize the love in you and I love that. Like, because when I say I love you to a guy or to a man that I really love, I really love them. And it's not like I love them to the point of possession. No, like, it's deeper than that. Like, I love you corely. But as far as, like, my husband goes, I love him internally. So there's a difference, okay? All right, guys. Um, It's the... um, Make sure y'all vibing, y'all loving, and you just doing the things you need to do. I gave y'all y'all energy update. I promised y'all I was gonna do it. Um, so y'all know I did have y'all prepared all the way up. If you paid attention to my last episode for the energy update, I did prepare y'all all the way up for the solar eclipse and the lunar eclipse. So now I'm getting y'all prepared for the next set of things, and I got you prepared for an extra thing that I usually don't do, and I gave that piece to y'all because somebody wanted to know that answer. So, guys, um, thanks for tuning in, tapping in to the pre-written T-Show. Make sure y'all go show my webpage some love and vibe out. Make sure y'all know, like, baby, it's going to be real intense with the healing about your love life, how you want your love life to be, and different stuff like that. So, just be in tune, zap in, zoom in, but show yourself some love. Go show yourself some gratitude. Buy yourself some flowers. Do something nice for you, okay? Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Pretty Red ENT Show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, a.k.a. Pretty Red ENT.